Hey guys, welcome back to Better Off Alone with me, Suna Young. I hope you guys had a wonderful week and I hope you guys are looking up for the weekend because, I mean, it's a beautiful day here in Seoul today and I'm actually having a very, very relaxing Friday. I usually try to have like the new podcast episodes beforehand but this week was just kind of hectic and out of control so I'm literally recording this on the same day it's supposed to go up so after recording this episode I will most likely just spend a few hours editing it and uploading it scheduling it and all that kind of stuff so yeah I mean it was totally wrong on me because I didn't really do anything this week because I had a week off of work so it's totally on me yep I procrastinated a little bit to be honest but it's okay you know like life gets in the way and I've just been doing a lot like a lot of reading and I've been really into painting lately, so it's not painting like me just, you know, using my creativity and starting from a blank canvas kind of thing. Like, I wish I had that kind of creativity and talent to actually paint using like watercolors or whatever it is people use. But no, like what I've been doing is this thing called paint by numbers. So I don't know if you guys have seen those coloring books for adults. So it's kind of like a coloring book, but with paints. So basically, it's like this huge canvas that comes with numbers. There's like this bunch of like lines and a lot of spaces and a lot of numbers. And when you like buy one of those, it also comes with paints. So basically, you just color each number according to the paint number. And that's why it's called literally paint by numbers. And since I got into audiobooks a few months ago, I realized that these kind of activities just keep me really focused on the story. Because if I try to listen to an audiobook while I just have my phone in hand, then I will like stop focusing on the audiobook. Like I just can't concentrate on the narration. But when I'm doing something else with my hands, like painting, for example, um, yeah, I can just hear the audiobook perfectly well and I've been really really enjoying doing that on my free time Because you guys know I love reading but like listening to something while Creating something at the same time is just the best and that's one of the reasons I've been really Wanting to get into either knitting or crocheting or something like that I feel like those are also hobbies that I would really really enjoy but I'll have to actually learn how to do those things. So yeah, I don't really know how that will go. I've actually tried knitting one time in my life. And that was because my aunt is actually really into knitting. And when I first came to Korea, I stayed at her house for around three months, I believe. Yeah, it was October, November and December of 2018. And she was really into knitting. So one time I was like, oh, like, could you maybe teach me how to do something like very basic and I made a scarf for myself and I actually still have it the thing is she only taught me like how to do the very very basic thing for like the actual body of the scarf but like the edges uh, I don't know how to do any of that and I actually forgot everything she taught me but I think it is something I would really enjoy doing while listening to audiobooks 
And of course, I listen to podcasts from time to time as well. Because, I mean, since I started a podcast, I'm also like learning from other podcasters. And I also just enjoy their stories. And like talking about podcasts, some of my favorites that I'm listening to at the moment are Gals on the Go with Brooke Mitchell and Daniel Carolyn. They are both like lifestyle vloggers. And I just really enjoy listening to them chat. And then I also like Thick and Thin with Katie Bellotti. She's also a lifestyle blogger. Like for some reason, I've been really into watching lifestyle blogs lately. And that's how I found their podcast as well. I think mostly I just enjoy listening to other women who are in similar situations as me. With that, I mean people who are also in their 20s, they have graduated college and they just live their lives. Yeah, like that kind of content because those are the people I can relate to with the most at this point of life. And yeah, that's basically why I follow those kind of people. I also really enjoyed this podcast called The Last Podcast on the Left. And this is, I believe, three comedians I think they are I'm not entirely sure but they basically talk about a different serial killer in each episode and I know that sounds very like morbid and kind of dark but they make it like fun you know because as I said they're comedians so like their humor is kind of weird it's very different but like some stories are very like shocking and also kind of entertaining I don't know yeah I'm pretty sure there's like a whole psychological explanation behind why people are attracted to murder stories, you know. So anyway, those are a few of the podcasts I've been really listening to lately and I really enjoy them. Okay, so changing topic, this Sunday, I'm actually going to go to the movie theater. This is going to be the second time I've actually like taken myself to a movie theater to watch a movie. And I'm going to watch The Suicide Squad that just came out. Like, I'm pretty sure it hit theaters the same week, like probably like today or even yesterday. And I've been hearing so many good things about it. I mean, actually like mixed reviews already, but I really enjoyed... Suicide Squad when it first came out, you know, the first movie. And this one seems like very, very different. But I'm I'm really into that kind of stuff. So I'm just very, very excited to watch it. And I'm gonna go alone because I'm an independent woman and I don't need someone to go to the movie theater, you know? And actually here in Korea is very, very normal for people to go to the movie theater by themselves. Like there's actually more people who go alone than with people. Or at least whenever I've gone to the movie theater, it's been like that. I usually go in the early morning because the tickets are a bit cheaper. And also because I wake up early anyway. So I rather just go in the morning when there's less people and you know it is safer so i rather just go there like early in the morning when no one's there save a few bucks <laughs> and then just enjoy my movie so i'm gonna go watch that at 9 10 in the morning on sunday which sounds crazy and i'm pretty sure some of you guys might be saying like oh how can you wake up so early on a sunday but the thing is i wake up at 6 in the morning every single day like it doesn't matter if it's a sunday if it's a wednesday it's just something i do so one reason I do it is because my body is already so used to waking up at 6 in the morning. So even if I go to bed 
like a lot later than usual my body just wakes up at six like it's I don't know it's kind of like engraved into my biological clock or something and also because I have to feed my cat and she usually starts to like wander around my head at around that time I mean I guess it's because she knows that's around the time I wake up so she's like you know being her very cute self because she wants some food she wants her breakfast <laughs> she knows it's breakfast time by that time and another reason is because I just enjoy my morning routines and especially since I started living alone which is actually the topic of this episode I started to realize that having a routine in my life is very very important for me to keep myself sane and I know it this might not apply to everyone but in my case I just need the routine and of course sometimes it changes but there are just a few things that I have to do every single morning so a typical morning for me looks like the following <laughs> I'm just gonna start telling you about it so as I said I wake up at around 6 in the morning sometimes I wake up a bit earlier sometimes a little bit later but no later than 6 30 and then the first thing I do is wash my face so I kind of do a pre-skincare routine I mean it's not skincare I don't take care of my skin once I wake up but I always have to brush my teeth and just wash my face those are two things I always do in the morning and right after that, I drink a huge glass of water, I put on my workout clothes, and I do a workout. So I've been following Sydney Cummings' Summer Fine program, I think that's what it's called. And I'm on day 18, like today was day 18. So I just follow her workouts, and Sundays are my rest days, but she always has like an extra workout which is basically just stretching and relaxing so I try to get that in on Sundays as well because you know like if you work out your muscles stretching is very very important and I kind of learned that the hard way so yeah stretching is important and I try to work out every single day especially since I've been following the Sydney Cummings program and she works out six days out of the week and I just do it so yeah, after my workout, I always take a shower and then I kind of get ready for the day. So I do my morning skincare and I put on some makeup if I'm going out or something. I always do very, very light makeup, especially nowadays because it's so freaking hot outside. So I always put on a little bit of eyeliner, sometimes mascara and concealer. And that's basically all I put on my face. <laughs> so yeah, I do that. And after that, I have the day for me. And well, if I'm feeling hungry, I just have some breakfast or I just have a morning coffee. I usually have a morning coffee, like it's just part of my routine. And after my coffee, my mornings kind of vary from day to day. So for example, some days I will try to film a YouTube video. Other days I would record a podcast or if I have something to edit, then I'll just do that. Or I will paint and listen to an audiobook as I told you guys, or I will read something. But yeah, my days just vary after that. But like the pre thing, you know, the pre that is just like, my routine is so set it's almost like it's set on stone you know because I literally do that every single day and I've been doing it for the past I was gonna say six months but it's been already almost eight months since I started doing this 
because I started to exercise regularly since December of last year and it has just changed the way my body reacts throughout the day. I am a morning person as you guys can probably tell and it just keeps me energized in a different way. So yeah, like exercise has become part of my morning routines and I'm actually glad about it. Like I actually really enjoy it and if you guys don't, maybe you can start trying. Or if you guys are night owls, then I bet you guys have a very different morning routine from mine. But you guys will most likely have like a proper night routine. I don't know. But if you don't have a regular morning or night routine, I think you could start trying to implement them. Because at least for me, it has helped me so, so, so much. And um, yeah, it's just part of me. <laughs> it's who I am. Anyway, as I mentioned before, the topic of this episode is going to be the truth about living alone. And these are just some things I've noticed throughout my time living alone that I would like to just like mention them and let you guys know in case you don't live alone. Or maybe you guys are getting ready to, you know, finally become independent and stuff like that. And you guys might be curious about what it is to live alone. Or maybe if you live alone, then you will relate to some of these things. But yeah, I feel like I'm just rambling. So let's start talking about some things. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is that your apartment or I guess just your life in general is going to be as clean as you want it to be or as messy as you want it to be. So with this, I mean, for example, when I was still living with my parents, my house was usually tidy, but sometimes my room will get a little bit messy. But that's because my mom always tried to keep the house tidy because that's just like her. But in my case, especially when I was studying architecture, my room, okay, my room was messy, especially because, I mean, with all my like architecture supplies, all my floor plans, blueprints, and all my models, the materials, oh my god, like the materials I had to use for my models, everything was always so freaking messy, and sometimes like I couldn't even walk because I had cardboard and other materials everywhere in my room, yeah, but that was only my room, you know, so once you start living alone, the whole apartment or the whole house becomes your big room you know like it's not just a room anymore it's just like the whole thing is your space it's all connected especially if you live in a studio like me so I actually live in a studio it is a pretty small apartment but I think it's perfect for me because it just makes it a lot easier to clean as well you know but I have a little loft area so I actually sleep in the loft and downstairs I have the kitchen I have my small living room and my office area so this is actually something I made recently because I used to only have a living room but I realized that my living room is actually pretty big. I mean it's not big but I realized that I could like separate the space and make an extra area designated to my quotation mark home office kind of thing. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like after two years, I finally figured out what best works for these apartments. And I just really like the layout. I have it right now. But anyway, as I was saying, you decide how clean or how messy you want your space to be. And since I live in a studio, if one area is a bit messy, like 
for example, if I cook something and I have like a bunch of stuff in the kitchen, my whole entire apartment looks messy just because the kitchen space is kinda messy. So I have slowly become that person who just cannot stand the sight of dirty dishes in the sink. Like if I use something, be it a cup, be it a little bowl, like whatever, be it one fork, I have to wash it right after using. Like I just have to get rid of it. And I don't know if that makes me a clean freak or something, <laughs> but like I don't care. It kind of works for me. And another area that gets messy really, really quickly is my desk because it is kind of small. I mean, it's just this small desk from Ikea that was actually pretty cheap and it might not be the best, but it's just white and it works. So the thing is, I have so many things on my desk. So for example, I have my laptop, I need my charger, of course. I have like my to-do list, but I have a weekly planner and then I have my daily to-do list. I have my podcast microphone that I leave it on my desk because I don't really have anywhere else to put it. I have a desk lamp and it just gets messy so quickly. So my desk is the one area that I have to be constantly decluttering. And with decluttering, that leads me to my next point and is that you have to take out the trash and the recycling so this is like one thing I used to not do when I was living with my parents because since I help with other little things around the house, my brother was the one who had to take out the trash and recycling. So I used to never do that. But of course, since I'm living alone, I mean, I have to do it, right? Like no one else is going to do it for me. If I could like ask my cat Poppy to do it for me, then of course I would, but I can't. <laughs> so... Yeah, that is the one thing that I just can't be bothered. Like taking out the trash is actually fine because I usually do it on my way out anyway. But taking out the recycling is what kind of annoys me. But I mean, it must get done because otherwise, like everything just starts to get piled in front of my door and it looks messy. Yeah, it looks very, very messy. But I mean, it's part of the adult life. So. Yeah, that's just one thing I really don't like doing. And this leads me to the next point, which is you have to find a day to actually like properly clean your apartment and your bathroom. And this is another thing that I used to hate doing, especially the bathroom. Like I just hate cleaning the bathroom and the shower from time to time, you know, and the sink and everything. But it must be done. Just because someone else did it for you when you're still living with your parents, you know, it doesn't mean that you just not do it when you're living alone. You have to do it, you know. So as I said, when I first moved in here, that was just like a huge chore for me. Like I just couldn't be bothered doing it, especially the bathroom and the shower. I was like, oh my God, do I have to actually clean my shower? And I mean... Yes, and I mean, I guess you could go months without doing it, but it does get kind of dirty, you know what I mean? <laughs> and since it's such like a wet place, it might get even like moldy or whatever, like, but that's the truth. So yeah, you have to clean your bathroom like properly from time to time. So I've been living on my own like two years and eight months now. So let's say almost three years. 
And at this point of my life, I actually don't mind the cleaning anymore. And I usually do that on Sundays. Since I don't do a long workout on Sundays anyway, like they're usually my rest days since I just do the stretching. I take my time after that and after my morning shower, I just clean the apartment. So I organize the kitchen, I make sure to clean the bathroom, like at these the toilet and the sink and stuff, I would do it. And I have this very small handheld vacuum. So I vacuum my apartment. But like the vacuuming, I do it every day because I leave it a cat. And you know how cats shed a lot, especially short hair cats, like just tabby cats. They shed like so freaking much. So yeah, I vacuum every single day. But on Sundays, I will take the extra step to mop the floor as well. And then I clean my loft area. And if there's anything that needs to be tidied up, I would do that as well. So yeah, those are my Sundays in the morning. And like even after cleaning the apartment and everything, it's still usually like before 9. Because as I said, I wake up so early, you know. So I have a lot of time in the mornings. And I prefer to do that in the mornings. I would just open up my windows, let the air come in. Although these days we don't even have air. The weather is just so hot and so dry and so humid. There's literally no air. And yeah, like... And today, let me see, it's 32 degrees right now and it's barely 11 in the morning and it's already so hot. I feel like I can almost see the heat waves coming off the pavement. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's very hot, as I said. So anyway, it's just something that has become part of my routine as well. My weekly routine, I guess, not a daily one, but something I do every week. I feel like I've been talking about cleaning for who knows how many minutes <laughs> but oh you have to clean up your fridge as well I almost forgot like you know how when you live with your family I mean you shared everything right like every single thing in the fridge was shared and if you bought something for yourself if you have siblings they will most likely eat it before you like oh my god like you guys have no idea how much I used to fight with my brother because of that like I would buy I don't know this new Greek yogurt I really wanted to try and I would just leave it in the fridge and I was like oh okay I'm just gonna wait until next morning and eat it after my workout and then when the moment came it was gone and it was my brother like it's usually my brother like my mom always respected like the things she didn't buy like things she knows I bought then she would just leave them but my brother I mean of course he didn't know who bought what so if it's in the fridge he would just take it and I admit that sometimes I did took some of his food just because I really wanted to um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's a sibling thing, you know, if you have siblings or if you live with roommates, I don't really know how it works with roommates because I never live with a roommate, but with siblings, it, it happens, you know, <laughs> but it was fun times. Like just like thinking about those kind of things. It's like, oh, I mean, we fought a lot, but at the end of the day, we also had a lot of fun. But anyway, yeah, all the food in the fridge now belongs to you. So you have to make sure that you throw out everything that's expired, that you organize it. And yeah, you just come to the realization that finally everything in the fridge is completely yours. And talking about my brother made me remember the first few weeks when I moved out because I was kind of scared in a way, you know, because I was in this 
space all by myself. And for the first year and a half, I lived completely by myself. Like now I have my cat, so it's a bit different. But before that, I was completely on my own. And I used to get a little bit scared, <laughs> especially at night. And since I live in an apartment, like sometimes you hear things, you know. <laughs> and yeah, I used to get a little bit scared. But I mean, I got used to it pretty quickly and now I'm completely fine living by myself but I do think it's something you have to consider and also you have to kind of entertain yourself and remember that now like you don't have anyone to talk to whenever you want to unless you text someone or you call someone like but in this space where you are you are completely on your own and I think it kind of takes a time to fully adjust to it and especially if you are a very outgoing like extroverted person you might feel alone but in my case I am pretty introverted and I actually really really enjoy my time alone for example if I go out with my friends when I come home I need some time by myself just either reading or just like lying down and doing nothing but I need my time alone in order to recharge and I'm pretty sure that's one trait of introverts that we need our space and our alone time in order to fully recharge and you know like go about our days and actually I'm one of those people who just can't stay still and with that I mean that I always have to be doing something but not necessarily with other people. Like I actually really enjoy doing things by myself. Like as I told you in the beginning, I'm going to the movie theater alone and I'm totally fine with that. So when I'm home alone, I'm always either reading or listening to an audiobook or painting or editing. Like I'm, I always try to be productive in a way, even if I'm by myself, but I'm always doing something at home. And whatever I'm doing at home, that's also part of me recharging like my energy in a way because I'm still alone, you know, like I just enjoy this moment of peace and not really talking to anybody. I just really enjoy that. <laughs> okay, so changing the subject a little bit, but still in the same topic of living alone. So I feel like in general, my experience living alone has been really, really positive. I actually love living alone. And as I told you guys, I just enjoy my alone time. So overall, I would say my experience living alone has been pretty positive, especially because I enjoy it so much, especially now with my cat. I just enjoy it a lot more. But one really, really negative thing is how lonely you actually feel when you're sick. Like be it with the flu or maybe you ate something and you have food poisoning or like whatever you have, you feel extremely lonely when you're sick. Like just last week, I actually got pretty sick. Like I'm not entirely sure what it was, but I think it was some kind of food poisoning in a way, not exactly food poisoning, or I actually don't know. It was a stomach issue and I actually got a fever and everything out of it. And for some reason, I didn't even have a Tylenol at home because, you know, they're supposed to help with fevers. Yeah, I was just like hurting. I was in pain. I was sweating. Like I was just so freaking sick and I was all by myself. Like at least I could call my mom and just like 
complain and everything you know and actually the next day my mom came to nurse me but it is something you have to consider like unfortunately we are just humans we are not perfect and we will get sick from time to time and i actually haven't been sick that many times throughout my almost three years living by myself but the few times i have been sick like it was the worst thing ever like you just don't want to go through that if you can help it and yeah i think that's just the worst part of living alone that being ill is somehow much much worse i think that another maybe like negative aspect is that you have so much more responsibilities especially with for example paying for your wi-fi and your phone bill and there's just like so many things you have to consider and keep up to date that when you are living with your parents you didn't have to worry about but now i have to worry about paying my rent and paying my maintenance fee and my water bill my phone bill my internet and just like everything there's like so many things i have to consider so i actually have most of those things like an automatic bill so they just charge my card every month on a certain day because otherwise i would probably just forget to pay for it and i also have like some alarms and stuff throughout the month so i don't remember to pay some things but yeah like you have to be a responsible adult and you have to look after yourself which includes making all these payments and once i started living alone i was like wow did my parents actually deal with all this stuff like there's so much things to worry about <laughs> like i didn't know about these things before i actually started living alone so i learned along the way but yeah you just have to realize that there are a lot of responsibilities a lot more than you probably realize at the moment and i got even more responsibilities when i adopted my cat like now if she gets sick i have to make sure to take her to the vet and no one is going to do that for me and i actually worry about her a lot throughout the day because she stays home alone when i'm working of course like i can't take her to work with me i totally would if i could but i can't and i just worry from time to time like i don't know if she's gonna get sick someday i really hope she doesn't I'm, like luckily she hasn't gotten sick since she, i adopted her i mean she had claw fungus but she had it since the shelter so it wasn't like my fault you know she already had it so I, I had to treat her but after that she has never been sick like thank god she really hasn't and i really hope she doesn't have to but just last week i realized that i have to take her to the vet now like soon because she needs to get some shots and um, that's another thing i have to consider like if i'm a responsible adult i have to be aware of that <laughs> and take her to her yearly appointments as well so yeah i don't know somehow my responsibilities just increase and uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> which i don't mind of course like i love living with my cat and i feel like one of the main reasons i've been the same is because she keeps me sane like this might sound very cliche or whatever but i do think she has learned to like deal with me and we know each other you know like we have learned to live with each other because we've been living together for a year and 
almost two months now, which is crazy. Like, I can't believe how fast time is moving. Like, what? I feel like it was yesterday when she came home with me and she was barely a kitten, like barely the size of my hands. And now she's so big. Oh my gosh, she's actually lying down right next to me by the window, which is her favorite spot to sleep in during the day. And she's just being her cute self. And I just love her so freaking much. <laughs> I feel like if you guys have pets, you understand me. My mom was actually against the idea of me adopting because she knew I was going to be like working and it's not like I'm gonna be with my pet 24-7 and it comes with a lot of responsibilities as I said but I don't regret it at all and I'm also very aware that I'll probably live with her until I'm in my 40s <laughs> like hopefully she will live with me that long but you know how like house cats usually live a long time i think it's like over 15 years average if they don't really have any health problems so yeah like considering that we will be together until i'm 40 something <laughs> wow that seems like a very very far away uh thing to think about but yeah and another thing i want to mention is that you do miss your family sometimes and especially when I come home and I'm really, really hungry, but there's nothing to eat in my house. Like those are the moments I'm like, oh, I miss my mom's food, you know. <laughs> and I'm sure we all have those moments. And that's another fact. Like if you don't make dinner or breakfast or whatever, you will go hungry unless you like just like order food. But that's another thing I want to talk about. Like you can't order food every single meal because that would be so freaking expensive. Like that's just so much money you will have to spend. Yeah, you have to learn to make food for yourself. <laughs> you kind of have to learn to become a chef in your own way. It's not like I cook that often, but I know enough to survive. <laughs> Anyway, those are a few of the things I wanted to talk about today in this The Truth About Living Alone episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it and remember to follow me on my Instagram and DM me if you have any comments. If you guys can leave a review and subscribe, I would appreciate it so, so, so much. And yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. And I will talk to you guys next week on a new episode. Bye, guys.